Lights, Camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. coverage of Okuribito, or the departures as it is known in the English-speaking world. It is a Japanese film released in 2008 that deals with the subject of death and funeral burial. Although it focuses on a rather unusual subject matter, one that arguably has different significance for people from different countries and cultures around the world, Despite its uniqueness, or perhaps because of it, as well as other factors such as its heartwarming story and beautiful cinematography and soundtrack, the film won the Best Foreign Language Film Award at the 2008 Oscars, making it one of the most high-profile Japanese films to come out in recent years. We began to look at the film's story last week, and here's a quick recap. The film's protagonist, Daigo Kobayashi, loses his job as a cellist in an orchestra shortly after the film opens. What is even worse is that he feels that he has reached the end of his talent and interest and no longer wants to continue any further in this career. He sells off his expensive cello and, along with his wife Mika, moves from the urban metropolitan that is Tokyo to Yamagata, a remote rural area where he grew up. He soon stumbles upon a new job opportunity after seeing a newspaper ad, though he mistakenly thought he was going for an interview for a job at a travel agency. By the time he arrives at the location, he finds out that the position is that of a mortician, a person who prepares dead bodies for funeral. And things really doesn't work out too well, on his first few days. His very first job is to clean up a dead body that's been left there unfound and decomposing for days. And upon finding out about his new job, his childhood friend and his wife decide to leave and distance themselves from him. So that's where we're at. And that leaves a number of questions. Where does Daigo go from here? How will he continue with his life now that he's very much alone and alienated by his surroundings? How does he still wrestle with the fact that he touches and prepares deceased people on his job, which makes it very much part of a taboo subject in Asian culture and especially in Japan? And when we turn our attention from his outward struggle to his inward journey, will he ever find peace with his late father, who forced him into a career he doesn't enjoy and left his family when he was young. Now, to answer the most immediate question, I think naturally when a person faces this amount of pushback and criticism from his surroundings, he would have second thoughts about the choices that got him there. And Daigo certainly does have second thoughts at this point in his life. Despite being paid pretty well, He's thinking about quitting. In one scene shortly after his wife Mika left him, 
Daigo sits down with his boss with the intention of telling him that he could no longer take the pressure that comes with his job. His boss tells him to come in and sit down. It's worth noting that the boss's office is a rather unusual one. The room is filled with pots of green plants of different species and sizes to the point where someone could easily mistaken it for a greenhouse. The office is a rather contrasting imagery to the nature of their work, which is dealing with death. Daigo sits down across from his boss, and before he can say anything, his boss begins to tell him how he himself got into the mortician business. As it turns out, his wife passed away nine years ago, and she was the first deceased person that a boss had to personally take care of before sending her off for cremation. It was then that a boss had the realization that death really is a part of life, a stop that everyone will eventually come to. And to be able to send off the deceased by making them look their best is, in his mind, a very, very noble thing to do. This conversation convinces Daigo to give the job another crack. On the following job, the father of a young man who passed away broke down in tears after he sees his son in his fully restored youth for one last time before the coffin closes. This moment makes Daigo realize that there really is indeed meaning and dignity behind his work. And when he looks beyond the obvious, he realizes that he doesn't just prepare dead bodies for burial or cremation. He restores them to their best self, and that in turn consoles the family members to a great extent. The film then presents a montage of Daigo and his company being contacted in the following weeks and months by different families to take care of their deceased members. It is in this montage that we, the audience, get to see the day-to-day work that Daigo has to do through his eyes. We see him shaving the faces of the deceased, putting on makeup, loosening their joints to put their bodies in the most peaceful positions, and dressing them up in shroud. His every move is slow and graceful, his face solemn. And we see that he has found an enormous amount of fulfillment and peace in what he does as he is totally immersed in it. And people respond to that energy. We see granddaughters bursting into laughter after seeing their late grandmother dressed in her favorite clothes. We see parents shed tears 
after seeing their children lie peacefully. We see family members stopping their feud and put down their differences. Seeing the TCs lie at peace has this magical power of bringing the best side of those who are alive and grieving. It is at this time in Daigo's life that his wife Mika returns from her parents' house and with good news. Mika is pregnant with her child. やっぱり私がいないとダメね。報告もあるし。何？赤ちゃんができた。すごい。俺主演になるわけ。When she asks him the second time to change his job, Daigo receives a phone call that informs him that a lady at the local bathhouse that he and his wife used to frequent has suddenly passed away. The public bathhouse is a small social hub in this town. It is a place where people meet and hang out after a relaxing bath. Therefore, the passing away of the owner comes as a shock, not just to her family. But to the entire community as a whole. On the other hand, this also gives Mika an opportunity to see, for the first time by herself, what Daigo actually does on his job. The lady's entire family is there. Mika is there. Members of the local community—they're all there to watch Daigo quietly dresses her up step by step. To them, Daigo's graceful movements convey this almost zen-like energy that transforms the entire room. We can see that Mika's opinion about her husband's work begins to change after seeing him in person. She begins to realize that what he does is incredibly important and dignifying to many, and that he has also found this sense of purpose and fulfillment that he has never had on his previous job, no matter how glorious it looked on the outside. In the remainder of the movie. We'll see how Daigo and Mika's relationship further develops, and we'll see as he progresses and grows as a person how one incident eventually allows him to come to terms with what happens between him and his father when he was young. So please tune in next week to Lights Camera Asia, and we'll dive in deeper to this beautiful film. I'm Jake Chen. Talk to you next week.